Americans consume more chicken than anyone else in the world. Yet, when asked, an average American has never seen a live chicken. The majority of chickens consumed in the United States are the broiler chickens. <laughs> broiler chickens are mass-produced in low-lit environments and in limited ranges on a quest to increase the yields per cost of production to sustain the high demand. But along with such conditions come other welfare problems for these domesticated birds. My name is Amit Tara, and you're listening to Wingnip. No one thinks about how broilers are grown and their living habitats while they are devouring their tendies. Broilers are chickens that are usually plain white in color and have a high body mass. They are grown in barren environments with almost no light, on wet and hard soil, and are packed with high population densities in an enclosed area. The birds tend to stay close to the outer walls of the enclosure as they think it's going to bother them and others less, which leaves all the chickens in the clusters around the perimeter with none in the center. These growing conditions lead to a variety of problems. Their high food intake results in high metabolism and heat, which causes heat stress. Their lack of movement due to high growth rate, high body weight, and low levels of activity results in lameness. Their body weight puts extra stress on their legs. All of these factors combine to induce fear, which in turn results in panic fleeing and piling up, leading to pain, injuries, and sometimes suffocation. There are systems put in place to maintain their well-being, which range from organic systems to conventional systems, where organic being the better system with larger range, using slower growing genotypes, having exposure to different climates, weathers, sounds, and smells. The conventional systems are not good enough for welfare and certainly need to be addressed in the United States, as it's one of the main sources of protein. This is where the environmental enrichment plants come in place. These are defined as an improvement of the environment of the captive animals, which increases the behavioral opportunities of the animal and leads to improvement in the biological function. These systems need to be economical and practical to be employed by large companies while increasing animal health. Some of these methods include having things like purchase, which provides varying levels of elevation for the chickens to climb onto, having a source of light in their habitat, which is shown to increase their activity, having paints, barriers, and bales of straw, which gives them something to rest onto and increases distribution and prevents them from camping on the perimeters, which improves flock densities, having different flooring materials, specifically sand, as sand is shown to increase movement, Frequently changing the objects in the growing complex increases the curiosity and encourages movement and has shown to increase resistance to acute stressors. In general, increasing activity and movement improves leg health and reduces contact dermatitis. Although all of these environmental plants show improvement, the best way for welfare still remains to be the organic free range. The commercial broiler chicken welfare has been receiving more and more scrutiny from NGOs and media with pressures on implementing a maximum stocking density of 30 kg per meter squared, which is significantly lower than the current 38 to 42 kg per meter squared, depending on the region. The NGOs also want them to adopt breeds that demonstrate higher welfare outcomes, but this problem doesn't seem to be resolved anytime soon. Hence, it has been shown that the kind of chickens we buy may increase the living conditions. Buying chickens that is labeled organic usually indicates that they are grown in better conditions than the normal ones. Consuming less chicken can also reduce the stress on the factories in production, leading to better conditions. So next time you buy a broiler, consider how it's grown and make the right decision. 
Thanks for listening and thanks to our sponsor Dr. Wisner for making this podcast possible.